This Week in Tech. Now's your chance to get caught up on all that's happening in the technology around Akron and the rest of the world. Now, here's Gene Destro. This week, we'll touch on a wide variety of topics, including Iranian cyber threats, new car trends, how coffee waste is being used to make headlights, and what bees can tell us about how to make better robots. All this and more coming up. When it comes to threats against the United States from Iran, we need to be concerned not only about what might happen on a battlefield far away from us in the Middle East. As cybersecurity expert Adam Levin tells us, Iran has proven themselves to be extremely adept at cyber warfare. We are up against a very sophisticated, very persistent enemy. And we've been fighting with them in cybersecurity for years and they've proven themselves to be very, very talented and sophisticated. However prepared we may or may not be, think about Orange County Airport facing off against uh, nation-state hackers from Iran, or a credit union in Michigan, uh, or a healthcare system in Baltimore. If you're talking about elections, you're talking about democracy. If you're talking about the power grid, the financial grid, or our health services. I mean, you're talking about the health and welfare of a nation. And one thing to keep in mind as we think about potential cyber threats from Iran is that the U.S. is no slouch either when it comes to using cyber weapons. For example, back in 2010, the U.S. is believed to have been behind the Stuxnet worm, which severely damaged the Iranian nuclear enrichment program by disabling nearly 20% of their centrifuges. Now, if this is a topic that interests you, I highly recommend that you read New York Times bestselling author Fred Kaplan's book, Dark Territory, The Secret History of Cyber War. It came out a few years ago, but it's still extremely relevant. Be advised, though, it's very detailed and complicated. So while I had to reread more than a few passages to really get it, it was way worth the time and trouble and I think a must read if you want to get a deeper understanding of this very important and timely issue. We're also taking a look at another internet-related threat today, the increasing erosion of personal privacy. Brian Banmiller reports. There's a lot of talk about privacy on sites such as Facebook and Twitter, personal information being shared, sold, and compromised. But according to USA Today, the bigger threat lies with people search engine sites such as White Pages and Been Verified. These are sites that pop up as the first few results whenever you type someone's name into the search bar. They have information about you that includes criminal records, housing details, and your address. So how do they get it? States sell information to brokers who sell it to websites for a fee. There are ways to make sure your information does not appear on these sites. You just have to take the steps to remove it. For example, white pages. Go to the site and search your name. Copy the URL and then go to the opt-out page and post it. For more tips on removing your information, go to BanMillerOnBusiness.com. Get your privacy back. Brian Van Miller, CBS News. Time.
Times have been tough for decades for U.S. auto workers, but now, as Jeff Colvin reports, they're not alone. 2019 may be one of the worst years ever for auto workers amid shrinking demand and a historic shift in vehicle technology. All told, car makers have announced plans to eliminate more than 80,000 jobs in the coming years, according to data compiled by Bloomberg News. The industry's sputtering as trade tensions and tariffs raise costs and stifle investment, and as manufacturers reassess their workforce in the era of electrification, autonomous driving, and ride-on-demand services. Global auto production is shrinking this year and will shrink again next year, analysts say, and electric cars have fewer parts and require less labor than internal combustion vehicles. Even China is eliminating auto jobs. Auto sales tend to be cyclical and may well come back, but the process often takes years. I'm Jeff Colvin. And speaking of cars, here's a report on the latest automotive trends. I'm Brian Cooley from CNET's Roadshow. Vehicle affordability will be worth watching in 2020. The average new car costs over 37 grand and can be financed for up to 97 months. Something has to give. Tesla's Model Y will be a big story. It's the first time that company will compete in the hottest arena of U.S. car sales, compact crossovers. Beyond Tesla, more cars with a plug will arrive this year than any other by a huge factor. So for the first time, consumers will be able to consider a plug-in vehicle in just about every category from just about every car brand. And electrified car incentives are changing fast. Tesla no longer gets that $7,500 federal tax credit as of 2020. GM cars will be next. And California, the biggest state for sales of cars with a plug, just dramatically tightened its rules on incentives. High-tech cars and modern driving at CoolionCars.com. Here's something new. Car headlights made with recycled coffee waste. This is Jeff Gilbert with the Car Chronicles. Ford's going to start making plastic out of coffee chaff. When you roast the bean, um, the skin comes off, and that's called chaff, and it's an amazing material that we're using to reinforce plastics on cars. Ford technical leader Debbie Molesky says it's better than current plastic material and lighter. As we continue to put natural materials onto our vehicles, the fuel economy will improve, and it even molds at a lower temperature, so we save energy while we're making the part. The first part from McDonald's coffee chaff will be a plastic mount for Ford headlamps. With the Car Chronicles, I'm Jeff Gilbert, CBS News. Researchers at the University of Akron have made a scientific breakthrough they say could pave the way for better car tires and a whole lot more in the future. Dr. Ali Dinjanwala is the dean of the College of Polymer Science and Polymer Engineering, where they've made a breakthrough on how to make things stick to rough surfaces. It is very critical for us to understand roughness from atomic scale to all the way to centimeter scale. So now we have an analytical way of predicting how the adhesion will be affected by material parameters, and you don't have to do a trial and error approach. So what you figured out then is how to predict this over and over again using, what, a formula or an algorithm? How does that work? Absolutely. This is a theory that we have actually now tested and shown how it works, and so we have eliminated this whole ambiguity about how roughness affects adhesion by making the connection between the theory and experiment. Now we can use this theory and apply it 
to more practical problems, uh, which are like sticking your adhesives on rough surfaces or using your tires on rough surfaces like roads. Also today, some new medical technology that's sure to be a great comfort to anyone who has to wear a cast for a broken bone. CBS's Jim Chenevy reports. Casts are itchy and smelly and just plain uncomfortable. So how come science hasn't come up with something better? Well, maybe it has. It's called Cast 21, a new high-tech cast alternative made by a Chicago company of the same name. Cast 21 features a wide mesh sleeve that can be placed into position and then filled with liquid resins that harden into shape within minutes. It's designed to be breathable yet waterproof, so no hanging your arm over the side of the tub and no itching. Cast 21 also comes in a variety of colors, which its designers say makes the healing process more enjoyable. And in fact, its developers say there's no need to alter your daily activities. When it comes time to take that cast off, no saw is required. A simple snip at the top and it literally splits open. And that's for your information. I'm Jim Shenevy, CBS News. And here's an interesting question. What do bees have to do with robots? Bob Carson from the National Science Foundation has the answer. They're not exactly shredding some gnarly curls, but they are making waves at Caltech. Walking next to a pond on campus, a research engineer saw a bee stuck, flailing in the water. The noonday sun clearly cast the wave patterns on the bottom of the pond. The engineer saw potential in the patterns and brought the bee and his friends into the lab. There, the bee team recreated conditions, still water surface, overhead filtered lights to show wave shadows, and high-speed camera for super slow-mo shots of 33 different honeybees placed one at a time onto the water. As the bee's wings touch the water, the underside sticks. The bee cannot lift them free. But the motion of the wings, curving downward when pushing down on the water, upward when pulling back up, creates a wave that its body is able to ride forward or surf toward dry land. The team is applying their findings to robotics, using a similar motion to navigate the surface of water, or possibly develop robots that can swim and fly. Also today, it would be a good idea for you to change your password. If you have an account with Zynga Games, that's the company behind popular games like Words with Friends and Farmville, they got hacked exposing the personal data of 170 million users. And that includes usernames, logins, associated emails, and passwords. And that's it for now. See you next week. That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Tune in next week for more tech news and find more online at wakr.net.